0: of Search podcast. Today we're going to talk to an SEO influencer about the reputation of our industry. Joining us is Andy Crestadina, who is the co-founder and chief marketing officer at Orbit Media Studios, which is an award-winning web design and development company based in Chicago. Yesterday, Andy and I talked about why does the SEO industry have such a bad reputation? And today we're going to continue the conversation talking about how you can have a great meeting about SEO. And this podcast is also sponsored by Hrefs. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Andy Crestodina, co-founder and chief marketing officer at Orbit Media Studios. Andy, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Glad to be back. Always good. I'm excited that you're here again today. I feel like we probably pissed off everybody in the entire marketing world with <laughs> yesterday's episode <laughs> no. where we talked about not only does the SEO industry have a bad reputation... But influencer marketing has a bad reputation. Affiliates have a bad reputation. Performance marketers have... Everybody in marketing. Email,
1: social... We threw everybody under the bus. Except
0: the podcast advertisers. They're perfect.
1: Which I hailed as, yeah, virtues of... I actually believe that. I said a few words about podcasting, advertising, and uh, I, I stand behind those, but...
0: Oh, I know lots of people that buy fake downloads. The podcast advertising is as full of BS as everybody else. Yeah, downloads are a stupid metric. Downloads a device on a... A file on a device... Why is that the measure of success? It's the same way of like, I'm writing a blog. How many impressions did you get? Who cares? Impressions don't matter. It's how many visitors, how many people are engaging with your content, how many are actually buying something, all your actual revenue driving KPIs, not just like how many bots are visiting my site. Anyway, yesterday, we talked about SEOs having a bad reputation. And a lot of that is there are bad actors that are selling scammy products, but people are actually buying them because they want quick results. And maybe there's some blame to be assessed to the platform for not providing certifications and and making sure everybody cleans up their act. So we'll throw Google in. But it makes it difficult to have a conversation about SEO. How do you figure out what's real? How do you figure out what you need, what you should be paying for? Talk to me about how you suggest people have great conversations about SEO.
1: Well, in a lot of conference rooms, probably right now as we speak all over the world, there's conference rooms where people are talking about search visibility, getting discovered, and there's usually a high paid executive, or often, you know, a more senior person in that room. What do they call them? The hippo, the highest paid person's opinion. I generally go with HMFIC,
0: but I'm not going to read out what that acronym stands for. <laughs>
1: I'll look it up later. Head MF in charge. <laughs> I see, I see. Well, whoever that person is, is not likely an SEO professional. And is very likely focused on some things that are not that well correlated with business success. For example, I search for phrase X and I don't see us ranking. Therefore, the house is on fire. What's wrong? We're in big trouble. Someone, you know, heads are going to roll because I want to see the high position, first position ranking for one specific key phrase. And this is step one for a good SEO meeting because you really have to start to explain that it's not just about the ranking itself. It's not just about one specific key phrase. So if you want to have a good SEO meeting, I think you have to quickly start educating the person you're talking to about how SEO is about semantics. It's about the topic, not just the phrase. Because any page that ranks, likely ranks for hundreds of closely related phrases. So don't, don't obsess over a single keyword. And especially not if it's like a really general head phrase, the, you know, the, the one or two word phrase that is frequently overemphasized by hippos or whatever term you'd like to use for them or the client, whoever they might be. So that is part of the key, is to just help them understand that it's not about ranking per se, where all the rank in the world doesn't help you unless there's a click-through rate. And the click-through rate is going to be low depending on changes in search demand. So there's lots of examples. I could show you reports right now. You rank number one for a phrase. You've been ranking number one for a phrase. But traffic went down. Why? Oh, click-through rate went down. Why? Oh, because the search results page looks different now. Why? Oh, because Google is going to try to capture more attention by adding more SERP features. Or they put more ads at the top or there's a people also ask box there now that's answering for the visitors' information needs. So there's lots of reasons. You have to really go one level deeper. And even if the ranking does change, traffic does change. Let's look traffic to which page. Oh, that page. Traffic from which key phrase. So you really have to go a little bit deeper than just the ranking for one phrase or else you're not going to have a good meeting.
0: Let's pretend just for a second that I know nothing about SEO. I know this will be a stretch, everyone. What I'm hearing you say is keywords don't matter. Rankings don't matter. And if there's a decrease in traffic, it's probably Google's fault. So why
1: am I investing in SEO here? Well, these things do matter but they are not the most important factor. You need to go farther down toward the end of the funnel, closer to the lead. That's where you started, right, Ben? Closer to the lead. Like, is it actually driving traffic? So uh, the person who says, I ranked number one, you know, my competitor outranks me, they're number one, I'm number two. That's not really the game. Because you could change that and still not get a different result, right? That doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to generate more leads or even get more traffic. You could rank number one for a key phrase that no one's searching for. Is that success? Obviously not. You could rank number one for a phrase to the low click-through rate. So you have to look at the bigger picture. It's not just about the key, one key phrase and one, one search ranking. It's about the, you know, is the demand for that phrase going up or down? Do the search results for that phrase look, are they getting visually noisier? Is the click-through rate going up or down? And does that visitor who lands from that key phrase on that page actually taking any profitable actions for us? Is it some weird blog post with a 99% bounce rate, in which case that ranking is basically like an ego metric? It's vanity. It's not correlated with business success whatsoever.
0: What I'm hearing is a lot of variables and a lot of questions that I don't know how to answer as the hippo. <laughs> and That's right. now I'm confused and I don't know what to do and I don't know how SEO works. Why are we doing this? Is this going to work? How long does this take? I'm confused.
1: Right. But now we're ready to have a good meeting because I'm going to bring some data. I'm I'm going to bring you around. Yeah. So now that I have cleared your mind of all the myths and reset your expectations about what's likely going to matter, I'm going to start with the lead, right? People who become a lead on this website. Let's just take B2B lead gen. We could take anything. It doesn't matter. So the people who become a lead on this website typically land on which pages? Ah, analytics shows me in three clicks. These are the pages that drive visitors who are most likely to buy or, or convert if for what, in whatever conversion. Ah, these pages. Do these pages have search ranking opportunities? Are they keyword relevant? Do they rank now? Could they rank higher? So if you work backwards from success, you are far more likely to get to a point where you're making good decisions. If you go forwards from a keyword and ranking, you're very unlikely to, to have a good meeting and to take an action that will lead to greater demand.
0: I think what you're saying is and let me interpret that there's leading indicators and there's trailing indicators. And often what people look at to gauge SEO success are the leading indicators. What's my ranking? How many impressions am I getting? How much traffic am I getting? And in reality, those are metrics that you can count in a near-term period of time. You can gauge whether you're trending up or trending down but they're not necessarily dictating what your business results are. And so those are the trailing indicators, which is when I get the, that traffic, how is it converting? Am I optimizing for the right things to get people to the pages where they're actually going to register, subscribe, or buy something? Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So if I'm inferring what you're saying correctly, that we're looking at the wrong metrics and, and the SEO industry describes itself as optimizing for the wrong thing, is the way to have a good conversation about SEO to get somebody to understand that the lagging metrics are the ones that you're trying to influence and that's what you're building your strategy around?
1: I would absolutely focus on those because not all pages are equal. Which pages are we focused on here? If we're just looking for impressions and traffic and the top line, you could focus on pages that have no correlation, that generate visitors with zero intent. You know, there's, now, most websites have one or two sort of randomly high-ranking pages that attract visitors that do nothing and don't support the brand or the business at all. Another issue is that, speaking of uh, indicators, when an executive or a client says our total search traffic has declined, does that, does that matter? It doesn't necessarily matter at all. Not until you go down to traffic to which pages have declined, traffic from which key phrases to which pages have declined. So you've got to drill down in the reports to find out if that thing that you were panicked about is in fact consequential at all. There's lots of sites where half the traffic comes to like three or four random blog posts that were published six years ago that attract visitors with who have no relationship to to what the service is at all, to what the company offers. So yeah, you might like to be visible for those things. And it might be kind of a bummer that you lost half your traffic because those three blog posts don't rank anymore. But they never help you anyway. So let's not obsess about things about... um, you know, the top of funnel vanity metrics, the leading indicators that that actually don't correlate with uh, ROI. Let
0: me rephrase some of that and, and try to package it and sell it to you as the hippo in the room. Okay. Nothing personal.
1: Please, no, like it.
0: If you're thinking about an SEO strategy, just like with any other marketing channel, what you need to help me understand is what you're trying to accomplish as a business. If your goal is visibility... And awareness, and we're thinking about brand metrics, then we're going to optimize for the greatest number of impressions. We're going to be looking at top of funnel metrics, and we're going to be thinking about traditional SEO metrics like rankings and impressions. If you're thinking about SEO from a nurture and a bottom of funnel perspective, then what we need to be doing is looking at what are our highest converting pages and figuring out how to amplify and build the velocity of our organic traffic to be pushed towards those pages. This doesn't necessarily mean we're going to change ranking. It means that we're going to boost the most important pages, which actually might not drive a lot of traffic, but it might drive some very key visitors. So just like any other marketing channel, if you want to be successful in SEO, you need to have clear objectives of what you're trying to accomplish as a business and I, as your SEO, will help you figure out how to accomplish that.
1: Strategy. You nailed it. Exactly. You're going to have a great meeting because you started with the goal. You're talking about the different kinds of businesses, what they really need. Yeah, there are businesses that care a lot about visibility. You know, they're often B2C companies that just want to kind of be known. You know, it's why do people use Instagram? Hardly drives any traffic at all. Well, because it drives a lot of visibility. You know, there's other correlations in social. People want to go viral what for that's like a top of funnel metric it doesn't necessarily correlate with any success it's a blip it's a huge blip but it does but the long term outcome from those those events is it's like a, i
0: don't know kim kardashian's doing all right
1: it's something i know that's a edge case something something else is happening there the fact that i know who that is and i pay zero attention to pop culture something's working for somebody but no strategy is what a plan to reach a goal so what's the goal so yeah anytime you want to have a bigger a better meeting This is like the phrase no one can resist in any meeting. Let's take a step back. Just say that. Try saying that. Let's take a step back. What is the benefit of search to this brand? What do we really care about? What are we trying to do? What is the goal of our marketing? Okay.
0: I feel like this is turning into a conversation about how to sell SEO and or just generally marketing services. And I'll I'll give you a page out of my podcast ad sales playbook. It starts with... Tell me a little bit about you. Mm -hmm. What are you trying to accomplish? Who are you trying to reach? What are the problems that you're having? What are the problems that your customers are having? When you're trying to have a great meeting, don't be the first guy to talk. Don't be the first Mm -hmm. guy to start negotiating. Don't throw the first punch. If you're able to interpret what is the problem and you're getting the person that you're trying to sell to to start talking about and describing their... Circumstances, then you could read that back to them and start to give them the answers that you know. You know what levers you can pull and and how they make sense. So, just in general, if we're turning towards the sales side of this conversation, if you're selling SEO, figure out what the problem the customer's trying to solve first, and then figure out what the answer is.
1: Yeah, I love that, and and I think it's uh, it's that sale. Those sales skills are useful in all different phases. They're useful in almost any meeting. I think it's not just sales, but it's just persuasion in general. It's just to to have a good meeting, even an internal meeting with your own team, to go back to that and to remind people of that. Because if you're ever in a meeting where people lose sight of those things, like what is the real point here? It's not going to go well. So another thing that I think is useful when talking to the hippos is opinion versus opinion. The highest paid person's opinion wins. The hippo wins that one. But opinion versus data, the data wins. So if you bring data to a meeting, you're going to have a better meeting. I mean, I've got a friend, Brian Massey, who... Might be fun on the show. He's a hilarious guest. He's a uh, he, you know he says that kind of the purpose of reports is to go have a better meeting. That's why we have reports. That's why we need this data is to go have a good meeting. Um, it's, other. I thought the I mean, purpose of
0: a, reports was to avoid having meetings.
1: <laughs> Might help too. He says a lot of fun and interesting stuff. He's hilarious, but uh, his point about go have a great meeting. You know, if you're not having a good meeting, it's possible that everyone's just bringing their own opinion. That's not ideal. At the
0: end of the day, when you're thinking about having conversations with the hippos, the HMFICs, the big boss, the stuffed golf shirt that's making the decisions and gets the big salary, and you're trying to describe SEO, there's a couple different suggestions that I have. First off, understand the problem. Like Andy said, the strategy is what happens. It's trying to find the solution to the problem. You need to know the problem at first. And then what you need to do is avoid talking technically. You're talking and you need to learn the skills of talking as a general marketer, understanding how marketing can be applied and how SEO can be applied as a marketing channel to provide a solution. It is not just, well, here's the strategies we're going to use for keyword optimization and core web vitals and technical SEO and content optimization, blah, blah, blah. It's part of a
1: bigger strategy. Exactly. Great point. It's part of... It's not the... There isn't like an SEO strategy. SEO fits within a marketing strategy.
0: SEO is a marketing channel. You need to think of it as a tool which you can use to find a solution to the problem that your hippo is having. Andy, any last words on how to have a great SEO meeting?
1: Well, it's uh, just great meetings in general. There's uh, conversational turn taking. Let other people talk. It's you're not in a great meeting if one person's doing all the talking. To your point, let other people talk first. Listen. Empower other people. If someone's not, maybe there's a smart person who's not chiming in. Sometimes that's your biggest expert. Let's get their input. And then make it very clear what the takeaways are going to be. Ah, this is what we heard. Let's summarize. We're going to have an on-time 59-minute meeting. And I and I'm going to do X and you're going to do Y. And let's go see. And finally, anytime that someone says, like, here's a best practice, let's do the best practice, drives me crazy. Quick reminder: a best practice is simply a good hypothesis you got to go test it. Best practices are not rules, especially not in SEO. So best practices are simply hypotheses. Go test them. They're not canon. This is not they're not official. So what we'll worked for someone else and hi- historically isn't necessarily going to work for you and your brand. So keep it all in context. Stay skeptical. Look for data. Be humble and definitely stay focused on that goal.
0: Andy, I think we accomplished what we set out to accomplish. I think this was a great meeting.
1: I enjoyed it. I got some good takeaways.
0: And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Andy Crestadina, co-founder and chief marketing officer at Orbit Media Studios. If you'd like to get in touch with Andy, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Crestodina, C-R-E-S-T-O-D-I-N-A. Or you could visit his company's website, which is orbitmedia.com. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Andy, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Crestodina, C-R-E-S-T-O-D-I-N-A. Or you can visit his company's website, which is orbitmedia.com.